And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Amen. If you would turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 7, verse 2. I think that's all we can cover this morning, just one verse. (laughs) Acts chapter 2, verse 7. We'll read the text and then I'll move into the introduction. Acts chapter 7 verse 2. Yes, thank you so much. It reads, and he said, Stephen, Stephen speaking. Stephen is speaking. And he said, men and and fathers, hearken. Hearken here means to listen. And he said, the God of glory. That's what I want to spend some time on this morning. How many of you would agree that we serve a God of glory? God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he dwelt in Charon. That really means Haran. New Testament, we were spelling Haran or Haran is Charon. Amen. So last week we left off speaking right here. You know, Stephen is on trial uh, by the leadership of Israel, the Sanhedrin to be exact. Uh, you recall men were hired to be a false witness against him and last week as we said he did not even attempt to defend himself uh, from these false accusations but instead he began to give as i said a history of the old testament and so starting from abraham in genesis chapter 12 all the way up to solomon's temple in first kings well the first part of first kings to be exact he he began talking about the history of israel and he ended his sermon It is not a defense. Amen. It is information given to them so they can understand that the temple which you are so fired about, God left already. He no longer lives in temples made by hands. Amen. So much so that he ended. He ended his, let me show you what he said in verse 46 of chapter 7. And I'll go back. But this is what he's, this is how he ended his sermon. And that's what the entire sermon is about to a certain extent. Acts chapter 7 verse 46, he ended by saying, David found favor before God and desired to find the tabernacle for the God of Jacob. Last week we said God desired to dwell in tabernacles. Men came up with the idea of a temple. You remember we said that? And God, the reason why is God just want to hang around his people. If you all, you know, he's a, he's a, I'm looking for a word. He's a pilgrim God. Amen. He's on the move. God is on the move, on the move. Halle- you know that song? Halle- Some of you do not know that song, but that's okay. Amen. So he's, he, God is a pilgrim God, and he's trying to communicate that, that to the leadership of Israel. Men who should know better. Leadership. And so, and so he said, he said here, he says, Abraham found favor with God and desired to find the tabernacle for the God of Jacob. Not a temple. And I I want to stress on that point. Not a temple because a part of the word God gave me has to do with this right here. For you. A personal word of of encouragement. Or let me say advice. Amen. God desires to live in a tabernacle. You break down the tabernacle and you keep moving. You camp and you build it up. Amen. As soon as you move, you break it down and you move. That's what God wants to do. But you know, we human beings are so smart. We said, let's build God a temple and box him. Let's put him in a box called the Holy of Holies. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> uh, glory be to And he said, but Solomon built him a house. 
Howbeit the most high dwelleth not in what? Temples made with hands. Run verse, run verse 48. Saith the prophet, heaven, and this is God speaking. God said, heaven is my home, and earth is what? My footstool. What house will you build me, saith the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Hath not mine hand made all these things? That is how Stephen ended his sermon. Then, uh, you know, then he just begin rebuking them but we'll get to that but i want to spend some time because stephen is telling the fathers of israel the leadership that look the god of glory which you think is hidden right there in the temple in the holy of holies he's no longer there he's moved out and if you knew he moved out i would not be here today not only that look at my face He's in me. He's not over there. I would tell him. <laughs> Can you see the Shekinah glory? <laughs> ah, God, I give you praise. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Woo, I feel the presence of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, something is moving. Something is shaking. Heaven on earth. Heaven on earth, heaven on earth, heaven on earth. Anybody born from above? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh. Hey, can you feel some cover? My, 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 my. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. And he said, he said, let's go to verse 2. My God, he said in verse 2, he said, men and fathers, notice what he's doing. He said, men and brethren, and he's, he's establishing his unity with them. He said, I identify with you. And he used fathers showing respect for them as leaders of the Jewish people. Amen. How many of you agree we should show respect? Glory be to Jesus. It's a godly thing to do that. Then he continued and he invoked a phrase I want to spend some time on. He said, the God of glory. How many of you would agree our God has glory? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm glad about it. He said the God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was where? In Mesopotamia before he dwelt in Haran. That's what he meant. Can I come here for a little while? Just for the next 20 minutes. Can I come on this verse? Notice Stephen began his delivery. He's giving the history of Israel and he's saying God no longer dwell in temples made by hand and he's telling them every deliver God brought for you. You murdered them. You rejected them and I want you to realize brothers and sisters you don't have to repeat history here amen you can accept Christ as Lord but they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't his face is shining and they still are not getting the point how hard can your heart be to see the Shekinah glory of God on a man's face delivering the word and that doesn't faze you that's right <laughs> And he said, God of the God of glory appeared to our father Abraham. He reminded his accusers that God appeared to Abraham, not in Jerusalem, in the holy city, amen, not in the temple that you built, but in a Mesopotamia. 
<laughs> and not only that in Mesopotamia where worship was centered around a moon goddess <laughs> frankly speaking the god of glory appeared to Abraham in a place where people worshipped idols that's what he's saying he said why are you so fired up about the temple the glory of God that's over the mercy seat you think that's over there no the glory of God moved out and for that matter the god of glory appeared to Abraham in a place where people worship idols not in the temple you have over there he's trying to make a point brothers and sisters that we should get this morning are you with me saints oh glory be to jesus hallelujah not only he appeared to him in mesopotamia where idols were worshipped but he didn't he didn't appear in the temple that was built by herod so why are you so fired up Mm. and what he's doing keep in mind what he's doing one of the accusations leveled against Stephen was that he spoke blasphemous words against the temple the holy place so he's indirectly saying I haven't I did not I never did and he said I have so much respect for the temple I'm gonna tell you a little something about the God of glory the God of glory which appeared to Abraham in the promised land amen the God of glory, who is far superior than the promised land, far superior than the temple, appeared in a place where they worship God. <laughs> God goes to places where you and I never think he would go. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he does that. He will go to places and talk to people. You and I will. Did God do that? Yes. He said, all souls are mine's. For God so loved the world. <laughs> not the Christians, <laughs> the world. And if you look into the God loves you, don't you ever doubt that. Don't let the devil or anybody talk you out of that truth. That is truth. God loves you. Amen. Even if some of us Christians are not lovely, <laughs> God loves you. <laughs> Amen. God is working on us. <laughs> Amen. But since you, especially in this time, you got to be fully persuaded that God loves you. You have to know that without a shadow of a doubt. And if you do not know that, get a friend who knows that and tell the friend, can I believe, can I loan your faith to believe that until my faith kicks in? <laughs> because you need to believe that now. There are a lot of voices talking out there. Let me move on. Glory be to Jesus. Before I go further in discussing how Stephen indirectly addressed the accusation, let me some, spend some time. I need to talk about the glory of God, the Shekinah glory of God. Because a lot of, how many have heard the word Shekinah? Amen. It is the glory of God. Amen. That's not in a temple. <laughs> Made by hands. He moved out. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. The phrase, the God of glory alone should have signaled or at least brought up all the appearances made by God in the wilderness and other places based on history to these 70 men. But for not for one reason they can make the association because information without revelation is just history. Amen. And that's dangerous brothers and sisters notice notice what notice the definite article the in front god of glory not a god of glory the god of glory meaning the one who possesses glory <laughs> he possess he has a monopoly on glory <laughs> oh 
Glory be to Jesus. Ah, hallelujah. And so let me let me just talk a little bit of, talk a little bit about it before we before we end today. The one who owns glory. That title, God of Glory, appeared only two places in the Bible. Right here in Acts chapter 7, verse 2, and in Psalms 27 through 29, 3. Can you go to Psalms 29 3? Let me show you two places in the Bible that phrase, God of glory, was used. Acts chapter 7, verse 2. I'm repeating myself because I'm talking fast. I got to get to what God sent me to tell you. And, <laughs> and then Acts and Psalms 29 verse 3. It says, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. Here comes the phrase, the God of glory thundereth. You know, you, you know when he comes, a thunder follows, follows him. He doesn't come quietly. Oh, glory be to Jesus. You know, he rolls with noise. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says he has to wrap himself in a cloud of darkness because he lives in blinding light. Glory be to God. Have you ever thought, have you ever stopped and thought about that? My God, my God, my God. Have you ever meditated on, on that type of power that... God, I give you praise. Light that blinds the sun. When that light is around, there is no need for the sun. Glory be to God. I'm talking about laser-cutting light. <laughs> and that's what Stephen is saying. The God of glory cannot be contained and restrained in a building. He's of no use to people in a building. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. God of glory, the one who possesses and manifests glory. Amen. Uh, the God of the one who possesses and manifests glory. David was right when he prayed in First Chronicles chapter. Don't turn there. First Chronicles chapter. I'm just mentioning it. First Chronicles chapter 29 verse 10. You remember he prayed. For thine, O Lord, is the power. Thine, O Lord, is the victory. Thine, O Lord, is the glory. He said, your glory belongs to you because in your very essence, you are glorious. Isn't that a blessing? Amen. Yes, since we serve a God of glory. The word Shekinah, which is what is referring to here, God of glory. I'll show you in a while in some other places. where The word Shekinah is from a Hebrew word that means God's manifested glory. And that is what Stephen is saying. So when he used the word glory, God of glory, he's saying the Shekinah glory of God appeared to Abraham and he's telling us we were not told brothers and sisters in detail as to how God appeared to Abraham but just from this verse gives us an idea as to how God appeared to Abraham maybe very similar he appeared to Moses you remember Moses asked him show me your glory my God and God said yes I'll show you my glory this is what I want to tell you that's just an aside amen <laughs> <laughs> That's just an aside. Moses, Moses had seen so much of God. And the more he saw of God, he wanted more. Let me tell you, I have good news for you. The only type of gluttonous behavior that's recommended is to be a spiritual glutton. Yeah, be a spiritual glutton. The more you get of God, desire more. Desire more. I get what I'm saying. Be a spiritual glutton. Desire the glory. 
And brothers and sisters, the more you expose your mind to the glory, <laughs> the more glory you'll want. So much Moses said, I need you to show me your glory. Show me your Shekinah. And God said, if I do that, you wouldn't leave. We'll just go home together. But, <laughs> but what I will do, there is a place by me. I'll drop you in a hole and I'll pass over. I'll put my hand over you. And when I pass over, then you'll see my backside. Glory be to Jesus. Are you with me? Look, 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 look what God is doing. Look at how God got so personal with a human being. Think, see what God is trying to communicate with us. While the Sanhedrin and Pharisees are putting distance between God and us, God is closing in the distance. That's what religious people do. They put distance between us and God. But the devil is a liar. I have news for them. God got out the box. He's out. <laughs> oh, glory. Be. They just didn't know that. Oh, glory be to Jesus. They're with me since I, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it home in a while. I'm bringing it home in a while. Amen. So the Shekinah glory of God means God's manifested glory or God's presence. That's what Shekinah means. It's a Hebrew word. It's not found in the Bible, but it's a word that Jewish scholars, Jewish, Jewish theologians, theologians use to, uh, to describe the presence of God, dwelling place of God. Amen. And they, they, they are very much aware that behind the Holy of Holies, behind that veil, that's where the Shekinah is over the mercy seat. That's what's going, in their, that's what's going through their mind. Jesus rose from the dead. The veil of the temple was torn from top to bottom. They still wouldn't accept that. God came out. They just don't want to. No, that's not what Moses said. <laughs> they wouldn't move. They wouldn't change. It doesn't matter how much evidence, how much information that's available. They just would not change. Let me forward, fast forward New Testament and let me show you a sample of where God's glory, Shekinah glory was manifested. You remembered when Jesus went on the Mount of Transfiguration in Matthew chapter 17. You remember that? You remember? The Bible says while he was there talking, Jesus, while he was there talking to them, Matthew chapter 17, and after I read that, I'll be done. After I read this, I'll explain, and I will give you what God, I will tell you what God tell me to tell you, and we'll move on. Amen? Praise the Lord. Matthew 17, 1 to it. And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart. And was, he was what? transfigured he was transfigured he changed from the inside out are you with me you see the body the flesh is veiling the glory of god god has to do that amen <laughs> oh glory be to jesus you remembered when moses spent 40 days in the presence of god when he came when he left the presence of god and came down what happened to his face his face began to shine that's the Shekinah glory of God. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. L let me share this with you, brothers and sisters. You, can, you cannot spend time in the presence of God and not shine. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm talking about shining. When I say shine, it's a metaphor. But let me tell you what I mean. Shining in the way you talk. Shining.
shining in the way you walk, shining in the things you say, shining in your belief on God and in God. We know. Oh, well, let me let me move on. You know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, nowadays in church, you can't even tell people the truth. Because if you tell them the truth, oh, you're criticizing. You're criticizing. You're criticizing. Grow up, grow up, grow up. The devil out there killing everybody. COVID trying to stuck everybody. He's talking about criticizing. The devil is a liar. Grow up. Take your fingers, your thumb out of your mouth or wherever it's stuck into and pull it out. And grow up. Man, it is late and we cannot be playing games. So the Bible says here, it says here, and was transfigured before them and his face did what? Shine as what? As the sun, hold, hold on, it's get, it gets better. Let's read. And his raiment was white as the light. the light. And behold, there appeared unto him Moses and Elijah, and so on. They were speaking. Huh? Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, You know, Peter got a little carried away. Can you go to verse 5? Verse 5 quickly. That's the verse I want to get into. While Jesus is, was, while Jesus is, is shining as the sun, and he and his body, his raiment is shining. That wasn't enough. God decided to intervene. <laughs> oh, the Bible says in verse 5 while he had spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed. The word bright here means full of light. Overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my in whom I am well pleased now look at what humans always do when the Shekinah glory of God comes verse 7 says and Jesus came not verse 7 sorry verse 6 and when verse 6 and when the disciples heard it they were as if and was so that's <laughs> I'm talking about the Shekinah glory of God that is what Stephen is saying Stephen is saying that glory appeared in the wilderness not in the temple why are you so fired up about a building what is the problem glory be what is the problem it's because you do not know something <laughs> oh glory a bright light and they fell to the ground and were so afraid you remember Saul on the way to Damascus yeah on the way to Damascus. The Bible says in Acts chapter 9. Verse, just two verses. Acts chapter 9 verse 3 and 4. Then I'm going to tell you what the Lord did on my heart to tell you. Acts chapter 9 verse 3 and 4. The Bible says Paul had gotten authority and letters from the Jewish leaders. And as he journeyed. Hmm, he came near Damascus. And, and, and what happened? Suddenly. <laughs> glory be to Jesus. There shined the kind of glory of God. Yeah. Begin to shine all around him, a light from heaven. And what happened to Saul after that? <laughs> Woo! And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul. Jump over to verse 8. Jump over to verse 8. Jump over to verse 8. And Saul arose from the earth. And when his eyes were opened, he saw what? He was blinded by the Shekinah glory of God. 
<laughs> oh glory be to Jesus I'm talking about falling to the earth body bowing eye blinding appetite losing there's a cutting light of God that's what I'm talking about and God said to me this is what God said to me the Bible tells us God dwells in unapproachable light James 1 17 says he's the father of lights and guess where the light is now God moved out of the temple made by hands and he's dwelling in in us some of you still don't believe it let's go to let's go to Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 Colossians 2 verse 9 glory be to Jesus I came here to encourage and tell you the Bible says for in Jesus dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily that's what the Bible says and it says Christ in you the hope of what <laughs> oh my goodness the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwell in Jesus Christ then God turned around and said that fullness dwells in you the hope and God said the hope because some of us don't believe it so no glory is coming out is hope of glory before I end with what I came to tell you there's a pastor friend of mine who lives not too far from here. He lives in Quitman, Georgia. He said to me, he went to the doctor. He had a heart condition. He went to the doctor twice. And the third time he said, Doc, I needed to do a thorough examination. Just go through every artery, every chamber. I need to know what's going on. And he said, the doctor, they knocked him out. And the doctor took, it took hours. I don't know what they did. And he said, when he woke up, the doctor said to him, strange, everything in your heart is okay. He said, but there is a light. <laughs> he said, I cannot understand that light. He said, that piercing light I saw hidden way in your heart. The Shekinah glory is in you and in me. And he told the doctor, he told the doctor, he laughed and he said, Doc, that's just Jesus, the Shekinah glory. <laughs> and this is what God said to me to tell some of you. It is time some of you stop talking like the 70 men. Like he's trapped in a box somewhere in a building. God tell me in this coronavirus time, it is time for you to start opening your mouth and talk about the power of the Shekinah glory. Stop talking about who has corona and who doesn't have corona. We have the power. Yeah. The Shekinah glory. We have Psalms 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the and I am still dwelling. Yes. Come on now. Every morning I get up. Psalms 91. I'm putting on I'm putting on Michael my spiritual clothing. We don't leave the house without praying Psalms 91. Now, some of you think you can just go out there and do whatever you want. Congratulations. That's good for you. That's you see, you see, you see, Miss Carolyn, in, in this life, it matters how you show up to execute. It matters how you show up to execute. It matters how you see in the morning, every morning you get up, it matters how you show up. 
You can leave your bed and just rush to the shower and go to work. Some of us need to depend on God. Some of us, we get up and we say, oh God, thank you for the word of God. He who dwells, I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. And I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And because I do, I can say, he's my refuge. My fortress, my God in him I trust. I don't trust in myself. I don't believe me, but I believe him. So he said to me to tell the church, stop talking like the Sanhedrin. Stop thinking like the Sanhedrin and start affirming your dependence on God. Turn your eyes away from CNN, CBS, NBC, Fox, and look full into the glory of God. Let the Shekinah come out. Yeah. Let the Shekinah come out. Yeah. Let the light come out. Yeah. Let me tell you, sins. We are Christians first. It doesn't matter what's happening out there. We are Christians first. And we better affirm that and believe that. And this is what he said to me. If your faith in God is not strong enough, go to a friend and tell a friend, my faith in God is not strong enough. Can I borrow your faith? Yeah. Until my faith kicks in. Yeah. Can you tell the friend, can I pray? When I pray, can I say, God, God, I know Miss Pat believes. I know she believes what you say. And because she believes what you say, I believe also. My faith will kick in, but for now I'm borrowing hers. It's called borrowed faith. <laughs> Are you gonna say, 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 honey, honey, look, my faith is not as strong as yours. Can I borrow your faith until my faith kicks in? <laughs> we gotta do what we gotta do to fight. Amen. We got to borrow what we got to borrow until we get our own. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so God told me to tell you stop thinking like the Sanhedrin and stop talking like the Sanhedrin. You are a child of God. He said you're a Christian. Act like it. Act like a Christian. Act like a Christian. Let the word of God establish your mind. The word of God be the last thing you see before you go to bed and the first thing you see when you get up in the morning right. oh your life will change if you decide today Amen. tonight the last thing your eyes are going to see is not a movie uh -huh. before you go to bed uh -huh. and the first thing you are going to see is the word of God when you get up right. guarantee you'll be all right oh, yeah. you see you see nowadays you see you see miss Lynette and Jim Nowadays, Christianity is a, a game, you know, you know, you're Christian, I'm a Christian, ah, we, not real, no power, because very few people talking about it, people are, people are afraid to say they depend on God, listen to me, I depend on God and I'll wear my mask, I walk, I walk with five masks every day, <laughs> I didn't say one, my wife and Joe have five. The Bible says, James said, James says, I will show you my faith by my works. Uh -huh. Are you with me? Yeah. Yeah, you get what I'm saying, saints? We have to be, we have to be, we, when is Christianity going to be real? Come on now. now is the time to step out. And don't you let anybody let you feel guilty because you affirm your dependence on God. Stop talking yeah. like one of the Sanhedrins. 
and affirm your dependence on God. Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.